in the stillness of the room, we arrive. A deliberate, intentional act, a process reflecting commitment, reflecting just enough faith with mindfulness front and center, we arrive here now. There is a felt sense to this arriving. For you, it may be the arriving and being available and aligning. It feels like all one thing all at once. That's not a problem. Or for you, arriving is an aligning. That's not a problem. That's just different styles of coming into this moment in a way that is favorable conditions for practice, for being available to practice, practice, arriving. What is your felt sense? The recognition that you are present in the immediacy of the moment. This is a metric, a sign. You can have a felt sense of the immediacy of now. And now. And now. This stream of conscious moments. Entering it mindfully with our values intact. Available, available. Recognizing that, therefore, the moment is available to us because we are available to the moment. We have showed up by being present and, therefore, What is happening in the moment is available to us for understanding, for choosing, for directing, for finding the right relationship with what's in the moment. So empowering to be in the moment in this way. This available, available It invites curiosity. Your own sense that you can choose whether to stay with what's going on or move away, or if you can't move away, change the relationship. So much more likely to stay present rather than going into reactivity. So much more likely to have insight arise. So empowering. The sense of being in relationship that we can choose. We have choice. We can be involved in the act of choosing the way we're relating. Please don't miss this. 
based on experience, or if we don't reflect enough to have experience, we watch the mind start to go off. And we realize, we recognize the need for alignment with the Dhamma. Specific in your aligning, please. felt sense so that you can recognize aligning in the future so it becomes a new habit a wholesome habit a new capacity there's the recognition that aligned and available are present Available and aligned are present. Mindfulness has moved into a wholesome relationship with this capacity of attention so they can work together. Intention, mindfulness, creating attention in a way that's onward leading. Recognizing that this is so is grounding. The mind's not scattered around. It's not furrying about. It in fact starts to be collected and unified. Steadiness will develop just here if we allow it, if we're available. Steadiness, we call it presence, or continuity of mindfulness. But because you've aligned, you also have the heart quality. So these preparations for both wisdom and compassion and now we turn to a, a contemplation, a reflection. First, we move into the body, so we feel the body. We feel the body as a material presence or a series of sensations or a series of connections. This relatedness of the feet and ankle to the shoulder neck the feelings of the sit bones on a chair, the back of the skull lying on the mat, 
the pelvic bowl. The parts of the body being known, the connection of the parts. This is the water element, this cohesion. Sometimes the breath changes just because we are embodied and know we're embodied. Sometimes not. Feeling the earth element in the body, that which is hard, firm, heavy. It's relative stillness. Letting the earth element, inviting the earth element to rest on earth. The physical hereness. What's here? This series of aggregates we call a body. This fathom-long body that was described the other night. Here the world ends through insight. There is a body, is an insight. There is a body that is characterized by this knowing capacity. And so, embodied, we reflect. We're just reflecting. We're not doing any kind of fixing or getting somewhere. How amazing that the Buddha discovered what has been discovered. So amazing. So long ago, with much less sophistication of the psychological, and yet so clear in his understanding. So amazing. And his natural movement 
towards sharing it, towards providing it for others to experience as best they were able. Amazing. What good fortune. And that all of these monastics through all these different centuries, 2,600 of them, would find their way to the Dhamma. Such good fortune. An alternative to power, to grabbing, to controlling. An alternative way to meet life was kept alive and available. Freely offered. So amazing. All the lay people, like ourselves, throughout all these centuries, they too, they too were drawn. And they supported, they understood, they taught at times. They too kept this alive. And we are the beneficiaries. It gladdens the mind. That each of us, with our own uh, unique limitations, with our own doubts, our uncertainties, we too would be interested in something that's not that easy to deeply penetrate. And yet here we all are. Such good fortune. That we have the teachings so readily available to us. Maybe more so than any time in history. Such good fortune. One may want to smile in appreciation, in recognition, in humility, in gratitude. So much to be grateful for. 
that our health, with all the challenges that many of us have, our health allows us to be here. That there is a place to be, to practice Dhamma together in favorable circumstances. Such good fortune. Gratitude naturally flows. There's a felt sense to this gratitude, to this recognition. It's a mental recognition, a cognitive recognition, and it's a heart's recognition. This Recognition of good fortune, very cognitive, but the gratitude, so much heart in it. That the teachings are sufficiently clear because it's in language we understand. that our bodies allow us to practice, whether it's sitting, standing, lying down, or moving. We can practice. Such good fortune. And we choose to do so. Millions of people that could also choose haven't. So fortunate. So grateful. Noticing the kind of joy that recognition of good fortune and gratitude brings. It's a kind of lightness in the mind-heart. As you now turn to the breath, Turn from this feeling. It's good fortune, it's gratitude, as attitude, knowing the moment to moment movement of breath, the wind element manifesting in the body. So much gratitude to know how to know to know how to place attention, to sustain attention. How few people out of all the billions have ever learned this. Such good fortune. And just this breath, just now,
a felt sense of the experience. How present we are when we're in gratitude. This energy, this really refined energy, felt sense energy, that is now knowing the breath. The steadiness that comes with this gladdening of the mind. Let the breath be held lightly. The steadiness of the mind being a little more in the front. Anchored by the breath. Steady, still, quiet, quiet. The steadiness has in it the components of the mind becoming single-pointed. So it is rapt attention. This gladdened mind is content in itself. You can maybe feel just the hint of this rapt attention, this kind of rapture. There's a little zing, a little more maybe electricity feeling. You could call it alertness, high interest, but steady, steady, steady. The mind is turning in on itself, away from needing thoughts about the external. This capacity of consciousness in the gladdened mind. We're so fully in the moment
not commenting on the moment, just full attention, this rapt attention. Steady, quiet. The body, breath in the background. The body is the mirror oftentimes of the mind's experience. Steady, steady. Mind gladdened. Oh, interesting. Easy for the mind to stay. Not judging, not comparing. Faith. Faith in your own possibility. Available to discover this rapt attention leads to a quieting. As the mind is aware of the mind, as consciousness is aware of consciousness, There's a tranquility that may or may not emerge. So satisfying. Attention on consciousness itself. Sometimes there's a little quiet, sweet sense of well-being. This is sukha, easily overlooked. You don't have to look for it. You will feel it if it's there. 
Just gladden the mind. The experience, the felt experience of this steadiness, of this kind of sweetness. Coming from the calm mind. The mind is already and concentration. If we will just recognize it and hold that tension steady without commenting on the experience, without trying to manipulate it, it naturally arises. Naturally, it does itself from our own steadiness our own willing to be available to this interior experience of consciousness. Your practice is unfolding as it will. You know how to direct attention now. You receive whatever comes. Each of us create the conditions and then we're available. Oh, much gratitude. such wonderment that we would be intimate with our own experience in this manner. Supported, safe, having time that's a non-doing, that's not entangled with the others. So much gratitude.
pausing before the bell is rung. To reflect and recognize your own experience. To notice the quality of attention that's here now. Does it have any inherent stillness, steadiness, quiet? Has there been moments when the mind did not go out, but stayed in, focused on the experience itself, naturally, without having to comment on it? A little guiding every once in a while. But were there moments when you did stay internally and you were available without wanting? Your own feeling of contentment from gratitude That understanding PT as rapt attention, yeah, the attention's really heightened, it's really steady. And yes, it can go to all sorts of energetic experiences, but it's an experience in itself. So little need to comment. So much value from being available and recognizing. This um, um, shift to the internal experience without having to comment on it, without having to fix it. You have the momentum to incline in this direction and you're just practicing practice. So it doesn't matter how it turns out. So many of you have had a number of retreats some of you, many of these month-longs. And so this, you've, you've, uh, and this whole uh, 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 kind of path that, that I laid out last night, that you've already been practicing all these pieces of it that, that lead to this kind of recognition of knowledge and vision. That's just insight. You've practiced lots of insight. You've practiced lots of concentration. All, all those pieces, you know, 
And your own, you, if there is faith there, or you would not be here. So giving yourself the respect that you deserve, giving your practice the respect that you deserve. We get lots of foreshadowings, foretaste, hints, hints of a hint. And if, we, if, we're, if we're being open and trusting with ourselves, we feel that this is something. I don't quite know what it is, but it's something. It is, it is in a wholesome direction. The question uh, that uh, Tori selected the questions for me to answer. <laughs> Can you explain what you mean by not, by, not by having too much rapture? So the rapture, this kind of attention where we start to have all of these body sensations uh, can, be, um, can go on too much and people are looking for special experience. You can have too much of a special, special experience, including one that you're really enjoying. But after a certain number of hours, I've had enough of this and it can roll on on its own. And that was the immediate uh, reference I was making that uh, rapture can also, from the very beginning, energetically be too much for us. So be careful about trying to get as much rapture as possible. This morning, and, and previously, uh, I and others have pointed to this rapt attention, where the mind does have that kind of energy. You're on a kind of high feeling. It can be very subtle, but it's a high. It's a buzz. But, the, the, but it comes into the way the mind is so facile and so attentive. Very satisfying. And so to, uh, I, this morning I was really encouraging from this gladdened mind that you, um, that you discover that the attention aspect of the PT of the rapture, that it's, the attention can be really in, enhanced. It's, again, it's like a buzz. It's like you're studying for exams and you took some sort of pill that did that for you. <laughs> Only it's all natural and because it's not altered artificially, the, the wholesomeness, the benefits that come when the mind is altered naturally, are, they, they, they settle in in a very different way, in my experience. Then um, uh, with the earth element, the earth element, because of its steadiness, and uh, you can uh, fill the earth element in the body, you can fill the wind element in the body. You can fill the body and its, its cohesion. Uh, the way that the one parts, I've done this many a, a, a day sitting in retreats where I will feel, okay, I can feel that my foot's connected to my ankle that's connected like that old song, you know, but the, some of you are too young to know that song, but there's a song about the hip bones connected to the so forth. And, but you, you can actually feel the connection of, of that there is there's a there is a cohesion to this experience of the body. That's where there is the it aggregates to a one. The cohesion is what allows that oneness to stay together. That water element in it, and you can take the water element in the body and also feel that, that cohesion in that way. The fire element around your aspiration. The, there's there was fire and gladdening of the mind. There's fire and emotions. You can see, oh, this is just fire element. We sometimes, when we have a lot of fire element, 
we get carried away with it. It can be from the past, the fire element from the past. It's overwhelming at times. It's just fire element. Come back to earth element, which does not have that fire. Space is also, as the, in the Majjhima Nikaya, at times the Buddha also teaches space as an element. And at least in one instance that I know of, he also names consciousness as an element. So you can work with any and all of those. You can be mindful of your intention to be mindful. Can you take it a step back, so to speak, and be mindful of your intention to be mindful of your intention to be mindful? (laughs) Absolutely. And you don't need to go any further. That's, that that gets you back. It moves from the knowing of an object. Intention has become the object at that moment in your mind. So you you're you're knowing attention, and you know you 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 know you're knowing attention, and you know that you're knowing intention. This three levels of it's the mind just gets like all of us is just knowing. It's natural arising one-pointedness. Intention is so important to us because uh, the intention is in this moment. I went to all these different ajans in Thailand and to a person, they said, yes, intention is this moment of your applying. This moment, it's intention right now. What do I attend in this moment? And so we develop... uh, Habitual intention, like to be present or to not cause harm, that it, it becomes second nature. Our intention, we, we have become one with that intention. You can't do that with 25 of them, but three or four, starting with one at a time. Um, We can remember in the midst of our meditation our, our intention to be present right now. We can, we can remember our intention to be available. And we, and we know what available in the moment means. Curious, having the felt sense of the moment, having choice as to how we're relating to it. So intention is to be really understood. Intention and mindfulness need each other. If, if mindfulness without intention can be mindful of anything, intention can't live without mindfulness. So very important. Attention, attending, is what we are doing using our mindfulness and intention. We're attending according to our values. That makes sense? Let's stop there. And do the announcements. Testing. Does this help? Can you hear me in the back? No. Yes? Let's see. Let's see if I can really help. <laughs> okay, today is Friday, and 
uh, we have a Friday schedule. So that will affect some of the afternoon. Some of the evening. But it's a typical Friday schedule. Um, one thing I wanted to add is that uh, we really have appreciated um, your own internal participation in the 13-minute interviews or the 13-minute practice discussions. But there can be so much excitement in Dharma that sometimes there's, oh, I know I'm at time, but like two more things. <laughs> so uh, that causes a bit of a, uh, a pile up in time. And sometimes we're as guilty as you, as well, guilty, but sometimes we also are excited at the 13 minute mark. But if we can have that, just means that we have to clarify a little more carefully to uh, come in, do a report of what seems important, get a little feedback, ask a question. 13 minutes actually is a long time, but. Uh, try to fit it in that 13 minute window. That would be really helpful. And also um, teaching Dharma by note is challenging, but there's a lot of Dharma inquiry and a lot of Dharma curiosity. So it spills over into notes um, with usually very tiny handwriting. <laughs> I'm just at the bifocal phase so I'm really like, okay, wow. That mind has paid attention to detail. And I take it on and say, boy, I don't think I can actually, I need a booklet. So then we usually put Dharma questions, even if they're to a specific teacher in the Dharma note, as if you'd put it in the basket. And then we try to work that into our talks and but uh, it's very hard to have Dharma teaching exchange by note. And I'll give you the greatest teachings from Sayada Upandita that I worked with. Uh, no matter what I reported, if I had a question, he would say, more mindfulness is needed. <laughs> uh, or more effort is needed, but that one was usually not as helpful, but more mindfulness is needed. So if you have a question, that's great. What a Dharma inquiry. Why have us kill your Dharma inquiry with a note in response? Like, oh, I have this fascinating question. I'm going to explore this and then bring it into a 13-minute dialogue. And that's how that could work. Or I'm going to place it in the basket and it will be worked in at some other time. Uh, and Francisco is sitting in with Dana today. Okay, everyone. Have a fresh day of Dharma adventure and exploration. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.